Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about my experiences at uh, Dragon Meet this past weekend. Uh, you may have heard me plugging our appearance in the intros to the last couple of episodes. Uh, so yeah, this was this is this has now come and gone. <laughs> um, I had a I had a really great time at the con. It was our uh, our second year there as part of the podcast zone group. A uh, slightly different lineup in the group this year, but uh, that that's kind of how these things go. Uh, it was uh, it was super fun to uh, get to meet a bunch of other podcasters once again, and uh, more importantly, to meet some of you out there. Uh, if you're a new listener who hadn't heard us before meeting at um, meeting us at Dragon Meet, uh, welcome along. Uh, we hope you'll enjoy yourself. Um, I, I kind of ended up planning my trip a little better this time around, I must say. <laughs> Last year, uh, Jason and I travelled up to London on the same day as the con, as well as returning the same day, so it was like a super tiring experience, like loads of travel. And uh, I kind of learned not to do that again. <laughs> uh, I was there for the whole weekend this time, and that just it meant uh, I got to play in a whole bunch of extra games and do a bunch of extra stuff, which was just really cool. Uh, I've actually filmed a vlog of my experience, uh, which has been shared already over the Pretending With Dice uh, Twitter account. So if you're interested, uh, go check that out. Um, I'll probably tweet it out again after posting this episode to make it a bit easier to find. Uh, but yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, hopefully if we do it again, uh, you'll all be able to join me there and say hi and whatnot. <laughs> um, finally, then... Um, before we get into it, I want to again point folks towards our friends at the Penance RPG Podcast. Uh, at the time of this recording, they're about five episodes into their newest series, Plummet, uh, with new episodes going up every week. I am actually a cast member for this series, and if you enjoy my particular brand of silly voices and whatnot, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, head on over to at RPG on Twitter for more details. Uh, Alright then, so let's recap what happened last time. Uh, after having a bit of a falling out during their stop-off in the city of Lorana, our three adventurers, Prontz, Bork and Enerve, each set out alone towards their destination, the village of Wildmeadow, uh, under a variety of circumstances. Uh, Bork had stayed sober and focused on the group's goal. He, uh, he took one of the party's horses and made his way some distance south before camping for the night in relative safety and seclusion. Uh, Prontz, having stormed away from an argument with Enerve and taken a nap down by the river, uh, came to the realisation that his friends might have left him behind, and he set out into the night on the remaining horse. He didn't get far before he spotted a campfire which he assumed must belong to the others. Uh, this wasn't the case, however, <laughs> and Prontz found himself robbed of his coin purse and the horse by a group of bandits uh, who were kind of surprised that someone had come to them for a change. Uh, escaping using the Dimension Door spell stored in Melar's gem, uh, Prontz spent a sleepless night hiding in a hole beneath some tree roots, fearing for his life. Uh, Enerve uh, awoke in the early hours of the morning from his alcohol-induced sleep to find that both horses were missing from the stables, and he had to buy another one. Uh, setting out into the dawn, it was not long before he came across Prontz, making his dejected way back into the city, and the two of them continued on southwards, uh, finding Bork after a de- half a day's travel or so. Uh, some half-hearted apologies were exchanged, and the trio continued on to Wildmeadow. About a mile or so from the village, they met a mysterious young woman who introduced herself as Elise, who proclaimed that she had been instructed by her master to meet three individuals matching their description at this exact spot to help her in the village uh, for, with something that she had not been told. Uh, catching their first view of Wild Meadow from a distance, however, the group all saw that an unnatural glow seemed to permeate the village, one which none of them could explain. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much where we left off, so without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy! So uh, Elise head, leads the way on her uh, white horse heading down the hill, leaving the three of you there watching her go. Hey, wait up. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming with you. <laughs> right, guys? 
Uh, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'll, wherever you guys go, yes, I, I'll follow. Aren't you still on my horse? Yeah, I'm clinging tight. We've already started riding down. Already started riding down. Okay, so it just means I got to drag him with me rather than just walking away from both <laughs> of them. Come on, book. Let's go. I'm ahead of you. I'm on this mission. I'm here to get shit done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you found a new lease on like yeah. on professionalism. He's not entirely in my good books right now. Yeah. Still. So. Do you think that any any part of that is to do with meeting your cousin and? Feeling like okay, maybe you should. He's got his. He's a business owner. Uh, it might have. There's <laughs> might have been. So I think a small positivity come from an optimism. Yeah. But um, this this yeah, this all was obviously came from the pub. So yeah, yeah. And Fair my enough. my nice uh, little trip that I had myself. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you did okay on your own. Hmm. Yeah, I did too. And then I found a prompt. I'm trying to be nice at the moment. See, he's time. falling yeah. back into his old ways. This is why I'm not 100% with it. No, sorry. Hold on. That wasn't even in character. I was just bitch. Come on, man. Come on. Um, so, so, yeah. You kind of... Uh, so, you, you ride for a few minutes, sort of the, the village kind of growing larger in your view as you approach. And um, Elise kind of pulls her horse to a stop and says, uh, something strange in the air around here. I don't want to take the horse any further. She, she gets down. Prunce takes a sniff of the air. Can you smell anything unusual? Make a perception check. 13 plus 2, so 15. 15, not bad. There's something odd, you can't quite place it. It's not so much a smell, so much as like it feels like the, the, the way the air is moving isn't how it should. You're kind of on a bit of a kind of wide open kind of field. And, you know, looking in the distance, you can see trees are moving and things, but like... I don't know, just, uh, the air doesn't feel like it's moving like it should be moving. Okay. Is the, is the way I can put it. Okay, so feeling this, Prons kind of whispers to Enethe, because he's holding him like tightly from behind, whispers to him, A fell wind blows across these lands. We need to get off the horse. Please let go. I, I, he refuses to let go and holds as tight. I, for, I, for a moment at least. I, I can't get off with you clinging to me, please. Don't please go. let go. Don't don't leave me behind. I'm not leaving you behind, but you need to get off the horse. He let uh, Prons lets go and lets you get off, but then ha- hold holds a hand down. Can you can you assist Prons getting off the horse, please? I'll help him get off the horse. <laughs> okay. Get, getting, to gra- getting to ground holding hands, Prons does not let go of your hand. I let go of your hand. <laughs> and I push push you off. <laughs> Prons, I, I need both my hands if I'm going to use my bow. But, but... I need both my hands if I'm going to use my bow. Sometimes you disappear, though, and I'm... I'm t- and he looks over to Bork and runs over quickly. <laughs> and kind of, like, gets close. Like, you're, you're not going to disappear on me, are you? Uh, no, no, I think we're going to stick together for a little while. Okay. You're going to have to sack up as well a bit, though. And... Mm. <laughs> Where's the old Prons of op- opportunistic fire? Fire? There you go. See, I said the word. You're happy now. <laughs> well, I do. I he do said the like secret word. Good, good. I said the word. He have said the word. He's like, I do like a good fire. Well, just and think about that and keep your belly warm. You can start seeing in his eyes that there's perhaps something returning. <laughs> Are we staying together for the children? Is that what we're doing at the moment? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Staying together by the horses. children. Do you mean the listeners? Or no, I mean like prawns. <laughs> <laughs> the shit. All right. Okay. Never like me and Borka staying together for prawns. I feel like you're more for arguing with prawns at the moment, and you and Borka aren't really doing a lot of talking. No, but that's what I mean. I feel like me and Borka trying to keep this together for prawns rather than for anything else. <laughs> That's what motivates tell. I don't think his little heart could take it, Mark. I don't know. We'll have to break it to him <laughs> after the fight. Son. Oh. <laughs> you look and uh, Elisa's tied her horse to... There's like a kind of... Um, there's a small fence kind of bordering the road. She's, she's tied it up next to there and uh, sort of put a feed bag on it. So I don't know how long we're going to be. I'll, uh, best to leave the horses here, I think. Okay, do the same. Um, so she... Yeah, she... She sort of gives her horse a reassuring pat and um, starts walking the rest of the way towards the village. Slowly, though, sort of as if um, as if she's not Cautious. sure what. To, yeah, cautiously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Prunce kind of runs after her, leaving Bork's side, but again gets like really close up to her. Like every time he's rejoining a new person, it's very clear that the space between people is a scary place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a place full of bandits and. <laughs> Dark 
uh, woodland hollows. That, and, that's it. Who yeah. knows what could happen when yeah. I'm away from other people? <laughs> so kind of getting close. So, so what do you know about this place? What, what, what is, is there anything like? What, what do you? Can we prepare? I don't, I don't know what to uh, expect really. My I. My master just left a note for me saying to head to that road and I would meet uh, an elf, a halfling and a bearded man and you appeared half an hour later after I arrived. Oh yes. <clears throat> when you left, uh, was this, did this sky and the, the weird air, was, was that normal before you I, I haven't been here before. I came, from, I came from the north. Oh, my apologies. Can I get a perception check from... Let's say end of day because you're you've got quite a high passive perception too. <clears throat> no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm lower to the ground. I'll make a perception check. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. As you're kind of walking along the road behind them, up ahead, you're, you're just sort of glancing around, um, and you can see in the sky a little way away across the nearby field is a, a flock of birds. They appear to be frozen in midair. Well, that's a weird sight. I'll point over to them. You see that, guys? Out in the distance? I do now. Like, there's not a lot of movement, right? That's uncanny. In fact, it's, oh, it's, it's probably <laughs> fair to say that everything's feeling fairly still. Not everything. Um, <laughs> and in fact, as you watch, the birds almost sort of seem to sort of speed, like go from a sort of completely frozen still to kind of slowly kind of speeding back up and then before you know it they've sort of, it's almost like they've jumped forward and then they disappear Mmm, glitchy This place ain't right We're in a time warp perhaps A temporal warp even I don't know, what's one of those? It's a dance Uh, I think we should um, approach with caution because this place is really weird Agreed, my friend. I have my hand on my the hilt of my um. You've got the sword of Grazak at your yeah. Side. Let's go with that one for now. I've, I've nothing but caution right now. Okay, you stick with the girl. And he kind of leans in <laughs> close enough to be touching her, like <laughs> not arm, that close, arm to arm, like no, no kind of unpleasant. Not the bad touch. It's all, good. It's all just completely. <laughs> It's completely passive touching. It's all, it's all above board. Yeah. Where, where I, she... I motion to Bronze in like uh, my arms from front to back, making a circle around me. I'm like about a foot away. <laughs> <laughs> See if he understands the idea of keeping a foot's distance. Yeah. In fact, when your arm brushes up against her, she does kind of quickly look round, as if, as a, you know, as in a kind of like she almost kind of jumps, as if she really wasn't expecting. Oh, don't, don't worry, my dear. Don't worry. Just just for safety. For safety, please don't, please don't touch me. But it's for safety. I, I'm, I'm feeling quite safe. Thank you very much. I, I like her. <laughs> um, Prongs, kind of like, all right, looks at her and like, okay, fine. Uh, takes a step back. I would like to use at this point. He goes, well, if nobody's going to protect me, and then I would like to cast mage armor on myself. Sure. How long does that last? Eight hours. Okay. I, 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 that was what yeah. I was double checking as I was pausing there. was like, I don't want to cast this if it's going to be five minutes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sweet. So, so mark off first level spell. So this uh, sort of shimmering kind of purple suit of armor kind of appears briefly visible around you and then kind of in a sort of heat haze kind of like settles in. So it is definitely there, but it's kind of... You get the initial kind of flare up, and then like it's just kind of sitting there, sort of okay. thing. No longer giving off any light, but it's yeah. Ah, uh, yes, the spell that would have protected him that he only remembered about in the last fight. That's the one. <laughs> I've had this since day one. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm using it outside of a fight. <laughs> so I'm um, feeling uh, quite a lot more confident. You can see his like stature kind of like come up a little bit. Like he's clearly feeling far more confident. Well, um, there's there's nothing to do but move ahead, I guess, Elise. And he kind of looks to her to lead the way. What's anything doing? Just following behind, bow out, bow keeping out. an eye on things. Yeah. Uh, you you head a few more meters down the road, and she kind of pulls up short again, looking around. Again, you can sort of see that flock of birds has sort of popped back into existence. If that makes sense, a little further along, um, and again, it's sort of frozen in midair. 
she's staring right at them. In fact, actually, as you look, another one kind of almost sort of flies in just in front of you above the road. And again, just sort of slow, doesn't stop, but kind of, you can see them moving past you in just like super slow motion, as if like time is moving slower, slower for the birds. Well, that's rather quite peculiar, isn't it? She um, she pulls out a wand and um, makes a complicated series of motions in the air in front of her. But she's kind of facing away from you, but um, a sort of slight kind of glowing aura appears around her around her eyes. And um, make an Arcana check for me. I, I want. Okay. I'm wondering. I was about to say you would recognise this, but I don't know if you would. Uh. <laughs> Two plus five, seven. She's certainly casting some magic. <laughs> Prons kind of goes, ooh, <laughs> and watches very attentively. Um, she's sort of, you see her sort of looking first. She's looking up at the birds and then slowly starts turning her head around and gets a very kind of worried look on her face. The glow, after a few seconds, fades. Says, uh, there's some strange shifting magical fields here very unusual this shouldn't I've in fact I've never seen anything like this outside of a magical laboratory hmm I've never seen anything like this at all have you gentlemen anything in your long long life have you ever seen anything like this this is pretty new to me this is this totally tripping me out I mean I, I don't I don't do magic in fields like like rural fields or force fields uh more force fields I guess Oh, crazy. I'm wondering where you know the term force fields from, but um, yeah, <laughs> my cousin in the other town he talks about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sounds very knowledgeable. Uh, um, I know some stuff, <laughs> mostly about shops and retail, but we won't go there. <laughs> and rope, rope. God, says <laughs> a lot of rope. Um, a lot of rope. Yeah, they're, they're shifting as well. These aren't in place. This isn't emanating from a single. No, normally something like this would be um, sort of a, a fixed a fixed thing uh, have you I don't know if any of you know about magnets but um, I don't know how they work <laughs> these fields are moving they're, they're active they're I don't, I don't know what's causing them but they're they're moving around are the so birds still in the sky in front of us? Right? They're still kind of, they're making a sort of slow, what would normally be like a split second of them flying over the road is taking them a good 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, moving in a flock. Uh, gentleman, uh, lady, could you give me just a moment? I have an idea. I'll, I'll need you to look after me. And I mean it this time. This isn't, I'm not being a hypochondriac. I, I need you to keep an eye for a moment. I would like to um, go into Apollonia and check those birds. I'd like to fly into their little area and see what happens before you do that can you can you test something for me i can try open the dimension door and try and just teleport a short short while away okay i'm pulling out the gem of mayla from my pocket then and i Prons looks around sort of is there a spot down the road that would be convenient to oh sort for of sure yeah into? yeah so is it down there a good spot do you think yeah that should be fine okay Pull out the gem, give it a bit like, because these guys are here, I'm going to kind of like hold it up and say, I have the gem of Mela! And activate Dimension Door. Okay, so uh, the sparks fly around the gem as you've seen before, and the uh, sort of dark, smoky purple doorway opens in front of you, and you step through. Watch this, boys. <laughs> he says as he steps through. <laughs> the two of you, looking down the road, there is a good... 10 to 15 seconds before there's any sign of anything and then very slowly over the course of about a minute you see the door open and Prontz step through Is Prontz aware of the time lapse? Mm, from my perspective what am I seeing? So you step through the doorway and from your perspective it looks like they are running around very fast up the road like back and forth and there seems to be a conversation going on. It's like somebody put a videotape on extreme fast forward. Okay. Uh, seeing that as he comes through, I want to say, what's going on? Slow down. So 
you hear <laughs> eventually what, what do we hear yeah I think we broke him we get it I think I think they're really slow words Melissa. 10 out of 10 for commitment though okay. yeah. very, very good what yeah <laughs> it seems to be slow as well like the birds right Is but it doesn't seem like it's slow for him I don't know we're over here um, prawns come back okay <laughs> kind of, did I hear that I have a motion to him uh, you heard a very quick squeak can I interpret it? Can I, is it? Is it possible that I could understand what was said to me now? Make an intelligence check. Because you, you've, you've got an idea that it's something to do with time, so you might be ready to... Oh, I'm good. That was a 19 plus 3, so... You, you can't, quite, can't quite make out the words, but you've got a good inkling that they're trying to get you to come back. <laughs> hey, what? And he cups a hand around his ear and starts walking towards them like that to try and make out what's just being said. Okay, so the closer you get, the more they seem to slow down. And from the two of you, the closer he walks, the more he seems to speed up. But it takes him a good, from your perspective, it takes him a good two or three minutes to walk the oh my God. <laughs> 40 odd feet to you. So time's pretty much tired. here. This is, yeah. Is this all the way around the place or in one spot? I mean, how are we going to work out if there's give a perimeter? Me a, uh, give me a sec. I'm going to uh, knock an arrow and fire it. <laughs> Not at fronts, obviously. <laughs> to, to dodge this. But like through the general area, just to see just kind of, how it flies, yeah. basically. So, uh, as it flies away from you, the, are you heading, are you firing it towards the village? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So... Uh, as it flies away from you, it, you can very quickly see it slowing down. It doesn't appear to be losing momentum, it's not like dropping, it's just sort of like... Sort of, it's like the further away it gets, the, someone's lowering the speed. It's Prontz back with us now. And after... Uh, yeah, he's, he's back with you now. But, and uh, very quickly, it seems to almost reach the point where it's... Like, at least to your vi view, stopped. Okay. Probably. About 100, 120 feet away, it gets to the stopped point. So further past Prawns. The further away it gets, the slower things seem to okay. be going. Prawns, hmm? when you went through there, like for us, you were like so slow. What happened on your end? You, you were super fast. Okay, so it's an idea of what's That's going on. So that bow you just fired right now to us is slow. That might be still going over there. So yeah, it's it looks like it gets worse the closer it gets to the center of the town. Okay. How, how much further to the centre do we have to go? Um, At least. So I don't know. I haven't been here before, but this. I mean, look, it's, it's not a. It's not a big village, is it? It's. Um, okay. I think we should scout around the perimeter. There's a chance that whatever's causing this isn't affected by it, and if we go closer and we're slowed down and something happens, we'll be a disadvantage. So I'd rather check around the side to see to around the outside to make sure that nothing's going on. Uh, Shall we mark a perimeter? I was going to say, marking a perimeter. We've got like bags of rice or anything like that, you could just throw it in where it's. I don't know, you tell me. What, what have you got in your inventory? Fucking loads of things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a set of playing cards, so I'm going di to dish out the playing cards and we'll put them around a rough perimeter, I guess. Okay. I mean, this isn't going to be a small perimeter, this is a village, so you'd be oh, walking yeah, around. Be a lot. Uh, yeah, but um, DD playing card sets are 600 cards. Did you? Yes, regularly played in the, the poor impoverished taverns, like 600 card poker. Nothing's fun like 600 card pickup. Oh. You're right, nothing is fun like 600 card pickup. So if we just like grab a bunch of cards each well, is and this... just throw it, flick them a couple feet in front of us as we walk around the perimeter and see where they kind of slowly yeah, drop or it's probably hover. not. It might be the best idea. We yeah. just need to get a rough idea of it. Well, I, I'm. This is like a, a sort of like grassland, bushes, trees kind of area. I it's think. kind of the sort of the fields around it look like they they're worked. They're not. It's okay. not. Fully... So we could mark it in the ground then where we're going. That's what yeah, I'm thinking it, like if there's crops or something, or if there's grass, we could 
press down areas. Let's yeah. make some crop circles, boys. <laughs> there, there is either side of the road. There are crop fields. A little way off, you can see just kind of grassland type stuff. But it seems like there's a few fields around the <clears throat> around the village that are being worked. Okay, moment. it'd be good to while we're doing this is hopefully find an opening. Is it possible that there could be an opening in this kind of? I don't know. Imagine that's that's what's worth checking out if for sure. A, a, a way through. We should go in pairs. I'll go with Elise around one way, you and Prontz go in the other direction. Nice pairing, thanks. I'm, I'm not sure thanks. we should split up. I think it makes sense, otherwise we're never going to get round. And that way we can see, because it might be that when we meet up, one of us is moving at the wrong speed. Yeah. And that's the only way to see it, is that if we're in pairs. Yeah. It's it's much safer that way. Okay. Prontz, looks, Prontz you come with me? And he's looking into your eyes like, <clears throat> you, you'll keep me safe, yes. I'll keep you safe. I've had a horrible time recently. I, I really don't want that again. If you like, you can do the marking and I'll keep an eye on you. How's that? Okay. And he okay. kind of looks over at Enethe with a look of like, please come back. Be careful. I've you got too. nothing but... Okay. So, the uh, the road is pretty much going north-south into the, into the village, almost. Who's going east? Who's going west? Um, I'll go east. Okay, we'll, we'll start with you then. The two east go east. Yeah. <laughs> Team competent. <laughs> Team. <Yay! laughs> we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Team grumpy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. I, I feel like. She, no, she, she's not grumpy. She just doesn't know you guys. So she's not really, you know, she's not laughing. Team back. Yeah. Especially when Prawns is like willingly knocking into her. <laughs> um. So yeah, as you as you sort of head around the perimeter. Um, are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, keeping an eye out on the... I'm keeping an eye out for anything that looks like it's been disturbed recently that shouldn't have been. Um, and okay. also for, obviously, a change in the flow of time in particular areas that I can notice. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Well, I don't know whether this would be investigation, actually. Perception first, because if you're just sort of looking for stuff. Uh, Eleven in total. Eleven in total. Okay. It's funny, because it's lower than your passive, but you're actively looking, so I had yeah. to make you make a check. Um, so, I mean, actually, yeah, taking into account your observant feet, where you're kind of just sort of passively looking, it, it's kind of odd, because, again, the, the village has got this kind of glow about it. Um, and as you kind of slowly make your way around and the sort of vague perimeter trying to keep about the same distance from it, um, you, can, you can see that the glow seems to be focused in the, the centre, it's blocked by the view. The view's blocked by buildings and trees and things. Um, but there's definitely a sort of... That's the epicentre. Um, you don't really notice anything disturbed until you get to the river. Which is where you can sort of see... You're not sure if this is a disturbance or whether it's an, uh, a sort of symptom of the effect that's going on. But it appears to be as the... As you, as you look further west, sort of out of the, like further away from the village, the, the river appears to be almost sort of like it's getting, it's like you can see it almost rising as the water is entering the field, and slowing, slowing down, down and yeah. it's backing up almost, which is an odd, odd, odd thing to see. Okay. Yeah. So you, you come to the the river. It's not really anywhere easy to cross at the the distance that you are at from it. Um, the the road goes through the village, and there's a bridge in the middle of the village, basically. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's where you make it around to that. You, again, you don't see anything disturbed. It's just kind of like little sort of bits here and there that are sort of signs that stuff isn't quite right. Shit, be weird. Yeah, the sun is starting to go down as on well me. Now. Is there anything you want to do with this knowledge or are you just kind of... Well, is it, if it, that's, this river backing up makes sense given the time slowing down because yeah. it would essentially be hitting a, what was effectively a solid barrier. Hmm. So that makes sense. There's not much I can really do with that. It might be that they're trying to purposely do that but it seems more of a side effect than a willingful action. Uh, Elise, what do you think? She's again, She, you see her casting this sort of spell on her vision she's looking around she goes but yeah now this this um this settles it it's definitely the the source of the fields must be in the in the center of the village is there any way we can get there without being affected by it not that i know of i, I don't even understand where this magic's come from okay uh, yeah <laughs> short from short of short of just walking further in i can't uh 
I can't uh, determine that from here. To your knowledge, is there anything that would stop someone being affected by this? I'm concerned that we'll go in closer and we'll be ambushed by people who aren't affected by it. I mean, I don't even know what this is. Okay. I'm not... (laughs) I'm in the last year of my studies. I'm not a... uh, No, no, I understand. I'm not a full... uh, Fledged. Yeah, he's still more useful than Prance. Well, that's yeah. He didn't know what to. What's his deal anyway? Uh, uh, I have actually got no idea. I thought he was a wizard, but given how how different your uses of magic are, it's uh, it's it's hard to say. I mean, where did he come from? What's uh... again? I have no idea. He just kind of turned up and. We've ended up being dragged into various things. You're not much for small talk, then. He talks. Uh, he doesn't say much. I feel oh. like that's accurate. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> Prance talks a lot, doesn't say anything. Okay, so Borg and Prance, you're heading off in the opposite direction. From the Team path. adventure. Again, are you keeping about a similar... <laughs> adventure time. ...sort of um, a similar kind of distance from, from the centre of the village as you go, or are you sort of meandering a bit more? As as we were kind of like leaving each other's vision, like the the two groups, Prons kept looking back to kind of make sure that we were keeping a kind of steady gradient of like, okay, so they're turning a little bit, sort of like looping around the, yeah. the village. So we're going to try and match them as best as possible. Okay, can I get a perception check for you? Are you so you keeping you're carrying on looking back as well, you kind of looking over the shoulder as much as possible to okay. see like when is he see their when, when are they disappearing sort of like in a loop let's say so yeah. that we can match the uh, the gradient uh, 18 plus what was it perception sorry or intelligence perception perception 2 it's 20 20 okay so yeah as you first leave um, you, you all seem to be travelling it all looks fairly normal you've got like straight line views to each other as you as the two pairs kind of curve round a bit more, you start seeing like as you as you keep an eye on the other two, you're getting it's almost like they're leaving kind of weird. It's like they're being sort of spread out a little bit, okay. like almost like they're leaving kind of an odd trail, if that makes sense. Bork, Bork, look, look behind, look at them, look at Elise and uh, Enethe. This it's like there's almost like a, a snail's trail behind them in the air. It is. It's weird. I wonder if we've got the same thing. Can we look behind us and see anything? You can't see anything behind you. You seem to just be stood there. No sign of anything with us. I mean, whether we've noticed, but okay, well, we'll keep going, I guess. Yeah. See if it keep if it deteriorates more or less. We should probably test a little bit to see how far inwards we could go before one of us is affected. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I, I just wanted to see, like, maybe if we take three footsteps away towards the village. Like how much t- does time slow that far? We could we could measure a gradient. Go for it. I'll I'll keep an eye on you. This is your idea. Okay. And Prance takes three steps away from him towards. So sort of three steps to the left. Um, how are you going to measure it? Three long paces. That's just so he. Knowing the the route, like we've got the circle around the village, let's say mentally plotted mm-hmm. based on where the two yeah. groups are going. So just using that as the perimeter, turning towards the village, taking three steps. Yes, but how are you measuring the the difference? The difference. Can I then look at him like if we wave at each other? Once once I've taken the steps, if we wave, then you can see. Like, I will wave like this, and he waves at a kind of like one pace. And if you could give you, me your wave. And, and then you'll come back afterwards. Yes, and, okay. we'll, and we'll see. Did the wave slow or speed up? Okay. So okay, then, making this up as we go. It sounds good. Yeah. Take, take the three steps away <laughs> and start waving. So okay. We're three <laughs> steps away from each other, waving each other. Now. So the two of you wave each other. There is a slight difference. Um, Prance, you're the one slightly further into the village. Only three steps, but it, and it's barely perceptible because you are still quite close to each other. But there is a tiny. You know, if, you, if if someone was watching you, like, when you both started waving, they wouldn't see it, but you b- book finishes just a fraction of a second before you do. Uh, seeing that, Prance takes three steps back towards him and says, oh, definitely, there's there's definitely, like, an increasing intensity as we step forwards, and, well, it seems if we stick together, then time is relative, and we will understand what each other is doing and stay in sync, as it were. Okay, well, we'll keep uh, we'll keep following it around, I guess. 
if this little town is not as big as um, I'm thinking, then maybe we'll be able to meet them around at the other side. Possibly. Yeah, eventually, if we work our way, we'd surely. Are we uh, outside because you've got the map here? There's the river running through it. You're starting sort of about there. Are we going to... coming around that way? They okay, went around so that we way. Gonna the We're going to have to cross a river. You'll get to the river. Yeah. And you do. There we go. <laughs> and it appears to be dried up. Okay, this is nice then. We should be able to just walk across. Mm, yes. Yeah. Can we see, like, how far, like, in either direction of the river can we see? Um... As you look sort of downstream, um, it appears that it's like the, the water's gone, like the source has dried up. Mm-hmm. So th- this was a river at some point. Looking into the village, looks like there's water. Very odd. This is, it's almost like something is holding the water back. I suppose if the time was slower in the village itself, then the water would move more slowly out the of it. Current stops. So yeah, well, the water on this side's already passed, and then we're waiting for some slower water to come, perhaps. Well, let's let's keep going then. Let's cross quickly. Yeah. So uh, you cross quickly and uh, continue making your way around. Again, you see more kind of little anomalies. Can I get actually one more perception check as you're passing through a field? You want to give this one a try? Okay. I'm just trying to figure out if this is a gravity or time-based anomaly. Because mm. if lights change, if lights bending <laughs> as well, then it could be gravitational, not it's time-based. Interstellar shit. I was going to say, it's McConaughey in the middle of this, and it's AJ. So <laughs> right, I'm not. Right, right. This is. Uh, I got a five. You got a five. Yeah. Uh, not a good roll. You can see a cow. Okay. Is the cow moving slowly? You can't tell. Cow's fighting. Not with a five. Cows never move. <laughs> um, I think it's a cow. Got a nine. A nine. There's a cow over there. God damn it. It's a lovely looking cow. You can probably tell if the cow's moving slowly. I mean, is it a cow? It's a cow. It seems to be just sort of standing there. Fancy some milk, Bork. I'm good for now. Yeah. I I suppose we should keep searching. I've I've got a little bit of thirst, but let's keep going. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, so you you keep moving. The, The cow just... You know, you, you pass it. It's it's some distance away, kind of a little closer towards the village. So you continue on on your uh, your kind of perimeter, reaching the the road where it's continued. Looking again now, looking north into the village, you can see this is just about make out the bridge where the road crossed it, well, crossed the river. Um, looking looking to the east, you can see the river again has got water in. It. In fact, the further east that you look, the more it looks like the river is. Flooding. Mm. Yes, my, my theory of the water being backed up appears to be playing out, Bork. Look, look, the floodplains are expanding across the edges of the river there. Okay. So th- that might be where they are, I guess, so that they might be experiencing that side of it. Yes, I, I suspect that our friends won't have made it around to this side of the village. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. Enerve, can I get a perception check from you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, after a while, you do sort of see some slow movement ahead of you, and you can see the two of them approaching behind them again. As you first notice them, again, leaving sort of a weird kind of, like, wavery sort of trail behind them. But then the, the more they kind of come round the curve of the of their perimeter, the less this appears to be, and then eventually they're stood on the other side of the river to you and Elise. No trails behind them. Okay, I'm going to shout to Prons. Prons, when you were closer to the centre of town was it harder to move? Uh, was it? No, wasn't. no felt normal nope perfectly normal okay no follow up <laughs> okay <laughs> if it was yes then it would, it would have been hypothetically it could have been gravity. The, trouble, the, the thing I'm wrestling with at the moment is I don't know whether or not any of it has any understanding of what gravity is yeah. no I feel well this is up to you really so what's your intelligence score? oh I, I my intelligence is 13, so it's not bad. He knows what gravity is. He probably doesn't know advanced physics. No. So that's what I mean. I'm, I'm wrestling between myself yeah. and the character. I feel like the character probably doesn't know these things. No. <laughs> um, shouting across the river to these guys. <laughs> the river's gone dry on this side. It's because it's backed up on this side. I know. Okay, thank you. We worked that one out. Do you think they're backing up the river because they wanted the river dry on the other side? Maybe. Did you see anything further down the riverbed? 
we looked to each other and realised we didn't really look further down the riverbed, I guess. You looked at well, it, it, it was, yeah, it was dried out. Like, but we saw were... a cow! Okay. Did the cow look suspicious? It looked cow-shaped and it's not doing much. Okay. I think we should meet on the other side next to the dry river again. Okay! Okay! <laughs> I like, okay. like low-level shouting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that you're not doing it as well. I mean, it, it's <laughs> taken each of you about 45 minutes to make this yeah. way round. So if you're meeting back around at the other room, uh, the other end of the village at the Dry River, yeah, yeah, it'd take you about probably about half an hour okay. to get the. Um, I mean, you've been waiting at yours because you really only got a quarter of your yeah, way around the course. perimeter. They got three quarters. Well. Yeah, three quarters of the way around. It took about 45 minutes. It's very convenient. I didn't mean for it to work out that way. <laughs> Clock-based timing! Yeah, it's not a very... Um, it's not a huge village. About 45 minutes to walk the perimeter. Three quarters of the way around. Okay. Once once we've <laughs> kind of met up with each other, I'd like to relay to NFA and Elise my little test. Yeah. The so let, let's get to test. that point then. Yeah. So... Um, Elise, anything? I believe I've um, discerned something, some measure of the uh, the nature of this field that we're walking through. Uh, it seems that its intensity is relative to where each of us is stood. So if we stay with each other, then our relativity should stay the same, and we will be able to like travel together. We just must make sure that we keep a pace and maintain like a, a distance that's e- equidistant. While there were some lovely words in there, I thought we'd already discovered that the time was different depending on where you were anyway, because it was slower for you near the epicenter of this event. But if you stay with me, is it like my example is that if we all walk towards the centre, we will all perceive no, time I, in the same manner. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, what if there's someone at the centre that is perceiving time as it normally is, and we're the ones? Because if we're still going slowly, and but someone then there's else no way to get speed. into the middle of this without somebody. I mean, I could always give my Apollonia trick a try. Apollonia is going to be affected by the same things we are, surely. Well, of course, but I, I, the point here is that we must get into the village, surely. You can... How far can you summon Apollonia away from you? That's a good question. How far can I take? I think it's I will, 100 metres or something I will look like it up. that. Oh, no, I mean, how, how far away can you will her into existence? Well, she's already, she's already, she's already floating around. Yeah, but you can dispel her and, and then resummon it. Uh, the summoning range is 10 feet, so I can't okay. just sort of go, boom, there she is in the middle. Oop, there she is. You can communicate with it telepathically within 100. 100 feet, okay. W- within 100, but yeah, it would appear 10 feet away from you. Well, why don't you send her in while we're figuring out what else we can do? Well, you'll have to keep an eye as the thing, obviously. If my mind goes into this and the time is slower further in towards the village, it may be some time before I return. In that, fact, I'm, I, I, now that I think about it, if, if, if a day or two were to pass while my mind were in there, my body would suffer terribly. Elise kind of says that would be very dangerous to separate your mind into a different time mm. stream. Yes, that's... that's as I say, gentlemen, I just don't feel that we should like leave each other's sides and like venture in here one at a time. My my feeling is, if we jump headlong into adventure, then I, perhaps we'll be okay. I mean, I feel a lot better every time you guys are next to me. And he kind of looks to you both like as if like we're a team, right? I'm with Bronze on this one. You think we should just go for it? Oh, I'll walk straight in. All I mean, I know I don't know a lot about the magicy stuff, but um. Walking close further in is slowing things down. Then, if we all just keep walking in, even if this thing, whatever it is, keeps working, then everything's going to keep appearing slower in front of us, right? Hmm. Even if it's there at the center, and if not, then we get through. Yes, that's my theory of relativity. <laughs> that's your theory of relativity. <laughs> I'm just concerned. There's. Yeah, I'm just concerned that whatever's. I'm concerned that whatever's causing this isn't affected by it. In which case, we'll be significantly slower than whatever's potentially the danger. But as the, if, say, someone fires or throws something at us, whether we see it coming fast or slow, as it gets closer, it'll come back down to or up to us. That's feet. that's only assuming it's affected by the same things we are. What I'm saying is, if something's made this, it's hyper. It's it's. If something's made this in order to give themselves an advantage, it would make sense that it wouldn't affect them. And if it doesn't affect them, we're going to be killed by something that's effectively moving at high speeds. Well, well, this is past my knowledge of magic, and that's all I was thinking anyway. Well, on that basis then, Elise, 
I, I appreciate you're a student, but between the two of us, did it, I mean, do you know of any creatures or magics that may affect time in this manner? I mean, I mean, there's there's high level magics that affect time. There might be certain relics or something. I, I don't know. I um, some some Arcanian members spend their lives searching the country for magical, da- dangerous magical artifacts possible something like that caused this but you know that I, I have no way of knowing what what would um is Prontz given like I mean I suppose this is partially down to like what what I say but like how knowledgeable would he be about it the, like monsters and magics of this nature potentially like would he have any insight hmm. that I could pull and be like it could be this monster like that well you can make an arcana check for, which is you know an uh, I, a knowledge check about arcane stuff, but bear in mind you lost your memory at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 11 plus 5, 16. 16. Yeah, when, when she says, you know, there, there's high level magics that do that, that doesn't seem out of place to you. Hmm. You know, that's that doesn't seem like a weird thing. You know, you're not like, time magic? No. You know, that's, yeah, that, that tracks. Okay. Uh, you, but you can't think of any, you definitely can't think of any monsters that would cause this. But the uh, the artifacts and relics thing has a certain ring to it as well, which would kind of jive with what you guys have been doing with these the, yeah. co- the cultists. If you remember, the cultist note that you read said that the the one the the remaining cultists were heading to Wild Meadow to try and intercept something. What's the cooldown rate of Dimension Door? Uh, he can do it once a day. Yeah, one long rest. I've got, I've got to go to sleep. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's just built into the artifact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dimension door That's is fine. bent. Cool down, right? <laughs> Fucking cool downs. So, d- gentlemen, there's the consensus between Elise and I is that this is most probably a relic or item of some sort. And the, con- the consensus between both of you is that you're not sure. Well, the, this is the best knowledge that we've got here, and I say I, I appreciate that you're wary of, of what lies ahead, but really, this is the only lead we have. The Wild Meadow is where the cultists were headed, and well, what would you suggest otherwise? Well, it seems unlikely that someone would have done this just to stop the flow of the river. So I guess we go in. Well, I'm glad that you've come around on the idea, and. Oh, I'm not comfortable with this. It's just the only logical recourse. Well, of course. I mean, I'm, it's not, I'm not exactly looking to jump straight back into danger, but we've got a job to do, gentlemen, and a duty and, uh, and a re- relic to get. Make cool. sure to keep pace. I got my shield in front of me. I think it is like walking into landmine territory. You just got That's what it feels like. Uh, As as we're walking forwards, I'm going to fire an arrow ahead of us, the same direction we're walking, just so I can watch it to see whether or not it suddenly speeds up, because then we know that that's the end point. Because it will theoretically be travelling slightly faster than us. Yeah, that's one way of doing it. So I'm going to go for that, and do it occasionally. Okay. So, are you, how are you walking? Are you on the kind of the riverbed at the moment? What are you? Are you I tell you, you're not going to just walk let's, up the riverbed, or are you? Yeah, um, let's get out of the riverbed. I'm not adverse to walking up in the riverbed because we can duck down into cover if need okay. be. You will reach through water. At no, no, no. I know, but if we stay on the side of the river, then that's probably the the, the clearest path towards the centre. Okay. Because well, the river goes measure, straight I through guess. the straight through the village, right? Give us some yeah. measure of how fast the time is moving ahead of us. Yeah, and we can see where it's at its worst because the water will have stopped. Even if we're still then moving, at least then we can see. I feel like that's a good way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Right, I use the water yeah. as the measure. As well as the arrows. Because yeah. it might be that it's different on the riverbed to where we are. Yeah. Okay. So Ender has gotten real smart. <laughs> and He's Ender, not unintelligent. So Ender has been playing too much Dark Souls. <laughs> way too much Dark Souls. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, okay, so you sort of, you get out of the riverbed itself, but sort of stay on the edge. And the four of you start walking in towards the village. Any uh, of you pull out a, an arrow, fire it ahead of you. Again, it, as it starts out, it's at the normal speed, but then heading forward quickly seems to slow down and stop in midair. Um, but weirdly, as you again sort of approach that, it seems to be moving away from you again, as you you're kind of catching it up, yeah. sort of thing. You had you sort of make it about another 100 meters or so towards the village. 
and you, you start to notice that the ground around you is a little weird where it's all up until this point seemed to be fairly uniform in you know it just you know it looks normal this starts having odd stripes in it some some of the stripes have the plant growth growth seems normal some of it is completely barren earth completely dead some of it is just like the plant growth has gone crazy they're crisscrossing all over the place and as you look ahead you can see the thatch on a nearby building has got a similar sort of look about it almost as like something is sort of carved through it but and it's um some of it looks like it needs changing some of it looks very fresh okay it's possible it's possible based on the weird stuff that's going on here and there that whatever's happening occasionally lashes out mm, they appear to be ripples that could be very bad if it's if it's if it ripples and it accelerates things fast enough to kill the plants there's a very real chance that we might just die there's not uh, we can dodge blades and mm. and there's not much we can do against not Lots. that I got nothing I don't know about this stuff you, you may very well be right uh, how far like do these ripples extend in front and behind us like are, are we now like kind of in the ripple zone as it were you're, you're kind of entering a ripple zone right um, well, I don't really want to chance my life on this. I mean, that cult were, they were a bad bunch, but, I mean, we don't know them personally, do we? We've already come this far, there's no point in turning around at this point. Looking around you... Well, why did you tell us that we might die then? <laughs> Just thought you should know. <laughs> um, Elise again casts spell on her set and her vision glows for a second. She looks around and says... I can see moving arcs in the fields. They seem to be stable, but they're they're moving up a, up above. She's sort of describing what she's seeing under the influence of the spell. Um, it's like a halo over the town, sort of slowly rotating around it. Can you can you keep an eye on it to make sure we don't accidentally cross into it? Or the, this spell doesn't last long. We should be okay if we keep moving. Okay. How often can you cast this? Uh, well, it cost me some spell power to do it okay um, well warn us if as we approach the town if there's any any anything that you see right now in fact before we move on uh, was there a, a clear epicenter to to the to the halo was there was there a point within the town that it appeared to be emanating from uh i can't see that far in but it looks like it's if i could extrapolate the, the arc of it it's it seems to be Rotating around the centre of town. Centre? Well, okay. Well, keep your eyes out for the ripples, and I suppose let's go, guys. You start to reach the first sort of outlying buildings, um, and you sort of step into like a little sort of side kind of. Um, it's not really a street because this is just a sort of small country village again. It's kind of like a worn path between between a couple of buildings, um, opening out into a kind of like a. Um, sort of side street and the buildings look fairly fairly worn fairly like they've been sat there for a long time there's no sign of any people that you can see and looking ahead it looks like the ground around here all seems to be kind of very very disturbed almost like it's been dug up and re-burrowed through and very kind of disturbed these look like burrows, or that they no. It just the, looks the like ground the, has been disturbed. The ground like has been like disturbed. Like a plough has come through, or something. Yeah, a lot like that. Okay. Um, noting this, not in a regular pattern, like it's been ploughed. It just looks like okay. it's been kind of very dug up and something sort of been hitting the ground potentially, or put, like been dug in and pulled back out again. Hmm. It's uh. Elise, do you make anything of these these holes in the ground? These it looks like something's come through. I don't reckon. And do any of us have any ideas about what might have made these things on I, the ground? I'm not really an expert in agriculture. I grew up in uh, I grew up in Lorana. It's a poor plowman that's been plowing up this side street. That's for sure. Is it worth trying to do a perception check? Yeah, you can look and see what you see. 
Just yeah, in case. What it's... are you looking for specifically? <laughs> just say what you see. I've, I've got a horrible feeling that it, it's a tree stump and an axe is about to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's grass on the floor. Like, <laughs> have I have I noticed anything with my passive perception? Because it's redonkulous. You haven't noticed any people. Okay. Not even frozen. You just no sign of people. Which is odd. There should be some people. You still can't see into the center of town from yeah. there, by the way. You have, okay. Your vision's blocked. In, in this particular little kind of little sort of square of buildings, there's yeah, there's not really any. You can't see anybody. Okay. Were you still going to try having a look? What were you looking for specifically? I don't know. It's just the uh, the idea that you said about um, the the ground being churned up in such a way, but that it's it's almost like the place has been left for a long time. The buildings look like they've been standing there for a long time. And we can tell otherwise that the the churn up ground is fresh, or is it like dried? And, like, make a perception check. Yeah, like, make a perception check. Yeah, eleven. It doesn't. It's it's a little dry, but the some of the churns look fairly fresh. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So although the buildings are looking like they've not been touched in a long time, this ground looks like it's been kicked up more recently than the buildings have been affected. Oh, mm-hmm. the other thing as well with your passive. You have noticed as well, by now the sun should be down. Still kind of light. Is the sun still up, or is it as though... You can't see the sun, but like, but like based on where it was when you were outside the so village... So it's almost like the light is is slowing down as well. That could be a way of putting it. That is how I'm putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go further, gentlemen, I have an idea about... In fact, it's not a new idea. I get it. This is the third time I'm asking you. Apollonia. Now... If I fly directly up, I should not be affected by the time gradient. What happens... I'm not even going to ask you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Keep that in. Keep the pain. (laughs) Uh, Listener's note, Jason looked directly at me and said that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to sit here and put up with this kind of abuse. I'm out. (laughs) Um... That's fine, Prons, but what if you hit the halo and your mind ages while you're in Apollonia? Well, I'm not planning on going that far. I simply want to get a better view of where we're going. But you can't see it. There's every chance that you go up, you get hit by a ripple, and you die. I could be hit by the ripples down here. I mean, it it appears as though these things are emanating in, I don't know, like a a pillar-like fashion, potentially. Like, from the centre outwards. And my thought is that I simply want to see where we're going. If this ground's been turned up and we've no notion of what's ahead, then... I think it's unwise to separate your mind and body at this point. I also think it's incredibly unwise for us to stop for anything. Orc could carry me. I don't know about that. Although I don't know what else is going on. (laughs) I feel like it's wise to just stay on our guard rather than anything else. I appreciate wanting to scout out ahead. This just seems incredibly unwise. What do you guys think? On guard, I will stand. I will. I, I'm willing to keep moving, but just cautiously. At least it's all I, I know. I mean, I know you're new to the group, but this, we we like to do things fairly democratically around here. Oh, you hear you hear tales in the Arcanium of people who've um, messed with time magic and things have gone badly. They. Um, you never really hear what happens to them. Oh, okay. Realising that his plan's not going to happen, he sort of gestures down to Apollonia, who's been floating about a yeah, foot yeah. above everybody's heads. That's where she's always at. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of moment. a passive. It's always about a foot above She's like your Sims thing. That's it. And now I've just gotten her to fly down onto my shoulder <laughs> and kind of like give a little stroke as if like, I'll put you to use eventually. Don't yeah. you worry, my dear. So are you setting out across this ground? Yes. That sounded like a very leading question. Are you continuing on? We're continuing <laughs> forwards, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. <laughs> good, good. Um, okay. So, <laughs> stepping out, um, you get about halfway across this churned up ground before you feel a rumbling below your feet. Uh, take three steps back. Yeah, I'm going to back straight up off the churned ground. <laughs> to see if it stops rumbling. You still feel the rumbling. Okay. I wonder if it's just Does it feel like it's directly below us? You can't get a, um, a solid 
kind of like feeling of where it is, but it definitely is something in the ground. Elise, can you see anything? Would you be able to see anything? No, I can't. It's, yeah, no, this is this isn't the same. This isn't the same thing. Wonderful. And a few seconds pass, and about 20, 30 feet away from you, the ground erupts as a large, very large, about 10 feet long, kind of insectoid creature bursts out and looks around, points directly at you, and lets out a low, kind of shuddering growl. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Our next episode, episode 40, will be available as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday the 20th of December. Uh, That's actually going to be our final one of 2018, so be sure to tune in for that. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice. You can also email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. If you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, It all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd love to hear what you all think of the podcast. So, uh, for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.